It's another week and another brand new episode on the Granny Panty Podcast. I'm your host, Ruby Lynn. If you'd like to follow me, you can go to Ruby, R-U-B-Y-L-Y-N-N-E, rubylynn.com. It's where you'll find all things Ruby. Also, I would love for you to support this podcast by clicking subscribe, hitting like, commenting on each episode if you can. Um, you can also find this podcast on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, pretty much everywhere that there's a podcast, you will find us. This week's guest is amazing. She's only been in this business uh, maybe two years, a little over two years. She is rising to the top fast. She had pro scenes booked within her first 90 days of even entering the triple X industry. And she just continues to get more and more bookings and is just, she's really rising to the top. So let's hear her story. Help me welcome Eliza Ray. In the house this week is Eliza Ray. I am so excited oh, to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I recently uh, was able to connect with you over a separate thing. You made a post on Twitter and I had followed you for a while, but we had never chatted and I responded yeah. to your post and I was just, I, then I started to dig deeper who, you know, who is Eliza Ray really? And so that's yeah. what I want to chat about today is just kind of talk about your journey. Um, I love that you are also a mature creator and I use yes. that lightly because you're, you're on the low end of the mature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is, what is the time frame? What is, I mean, the age range there. So I guess for me, I think of 40 and older as mature. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, well, I'm getting there. Push, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking is you're on the baby end of the mature. <laughs> I'm on the other end. <laughs> so let's start. I would love to know how did you get into this business and how long have you been in the adult content creation business? Um, it was kind of with my vanilla job in a way, because I do hair and makeup and, um, I had some connections because I've been in the lifestyle, the swinger lifestyle for about seven years. And so, um, I, I had a connection to do hair and makeup for, uh, black ambush. Okay. Um, I used to produce stuff a lot. And um, through that, I kind of saw behind the mystique of the lens. And I was like, wait a second, I can do this. And I had um, somebody, a catfish, steal a video. Oh. Um, and have it on Pornhub for three years. Wow. And it had 1.3 million views. Wow. I was chatting with the director of Black Ambush about this. And he's like, just create your own account and, you know, claim it. Of course, as soon as I did, they took it down. And I'd been asking them to take it down for three years. Mm -hmm. So um, I ended up, you know, being like, wait a second. People actually like watching me. 
I like recording me, so why not like take control of it instead of be at the mercy of somebody else um, right. trying to make a buck off of me? I was like, wait, I can do this. So I started that a little bit and I hopped on Twitter and started mm-hmm. networking and seeing what was out there and kind of putting myself out there and it just caught some traction. So I was cool. cool. And yeah. how long, how long ago did you um, get into it? A, a 2021. Okay. September is when I started doing content. And then um, December 2021, I did my first mainstream. Wow. That is amazing. That's pretty quick from September to December of 2021. I don't know. I didn't know what is or what isn't because I hadn't been in it for long enough to know. (laughs) 90 days. That's great. Yeah. That is great. So, uh, rewinding, how did this person get your video for Pornhub? Was it a private video that you had made with someone? Right. It was. And within the swinger community, the person ah. that I made the video with had my permission to share it. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I was just like, did someone sneakily film you or how did that work? Yeah. No, it was for private viewing pleasure. Um, gotcha. He's actually now a creator on Twitter. So it's funny. I'm like, okay, well, I guess we go way, way back. Right, right. We'll get those 2257 so you can both legally sell it. <laughs> well, yeah. And he also, he also like filled out the, the model thing and was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, try and claim it and all of that. But. Interesting. Interesting. So who did you shoot your first mainstream with? Um, MILF. Okay. Uh, It was like, you know how they do the introductory, like the new MILF person thingy? Yes. And um, yeah. That's cool. I did did a few for them. Did you reach out to them or did they find you through Twitter? I had somebody reach out to me and they, they set me up with them and I didn't realize that they were then now being my agent. Like I was still so green Okay, and and they set up quite a few other, um, shoots for me, Mm -hmm. but then I got signed by 101 modeling and they got me zero shoots. Oh no! <laughs> Everything that I've done um, since then has been on my own. Okay, gotcha. Self-booking, gotcha. trying well, to. That's, that's disappointing. It is. I think that when you're in a large agency, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much production companies really like working with them. Okay, and then also it's like. A cattle call, basically. Mm-hmm. They'll just send out this list of hundreds. Like right. they will populate their their talent list. And here I am, new at 42, 43, now gonna be 44. And you know, I when the MILF age range really is in your late twenties, three or thirties, that's when I'm seeing those girls as 
being cast yes. as actual MILF. And, you know, I, I just don't have all of those connections, really. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in L.A. Right. Or right. Miami. So there's a few things. And I just got put to the very bottom, I'm sure, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten, you know, lots of scenes and people have liked them. So I don't, I don't I'm not necessarily sure it's for lack of doing well on set. Right. Right. But you're just, is, you're still building. Yeah. You're still building at two years in. Uh, that's, that's pretty new. So I saw yeah. you recently shot for my friend Maestro over oh at Perf God. City. Yeah. He's great. I bet that was a blast. He's a hoot. He's. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's strict. You know, like you got to right. stand like this, 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 <laughs> and make sure and don't move your body like this. And, and I was just like, I don't think I can move like that. <laughs> I'm trying. Like, I don't, I don't have a long torso. So, you know, when you're doing the booty shot and you've got to yes. turn around, um, like I've got like four inches of torso to try and turn around and, you know, I'm like, ah, I'm doing it. <laughs> I completely understand. I did a studio shoot, uh, once and they wanted all these things. And I'm like, I'm 55 years old. Like my body is not going to turn. I can't turn like that. Or like, it was one of those scenes where you're squatting over mm-hmm. the male talent, you know, and doing your, and I'm like, I hope he's strong. Cause he's going to have to literally hold me up. I, my knees don't bend like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. <clears throat> Yeah, because um, I well, I'll look at the other models or the other talents, and they really do have a long torso. They can mm-hmm. turn their whole body back around, and I don't even know if they need to be that flexible. But me, <laughs> I've got to like, you know, I've got to dislocate my tailbone or something to get it to go right. back. <laughs> Somebody once told me if you're not hurting for the next three days after you do a shoot, <laughs> it might not be that good. I'm like, I can't even walk for a week. <laughs> it's yeah, I definitely die from all those pretty girls. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. I saw you shot for them and I thought, I bet that's fun. It was a lot of fun. Great energy. Um, and very, very fast. Like, just to the point. And I've been on set before where it's just like, you know, oh, shooting the breeze here and there. And then, right. okay, well, let's go do this. And then, okay, let's go do this. And yeah. it ends up being, you know, a full day. But like with him, it was like two hours. Yeah. Done. Yeah. That's cool. That is it's so cool. Yeah. So I get to go back in May oh. and I'm going to be doing DP Diva. And so, oh, nice. Yeah. So that that'll be cool. exciting. That will be exciting. Um, do you know who your co-star will be yet? I think it'll be um, Michael Stefano mm-hmm. and maybe Ramon again. Ro- yeah, Ramon. That's usually uh, who he uses. That's awesome. Yeah, I had him on the podcast recently, and we talked about how he gets those those shots. You know, he's just very talented with the way he shoots and very unique. I mean, he's dominating the the DP arena. Oh yeah, 
And I think because he's such a fun character as well, people want to work with him. So he brings yes. out fun acrobatics and he brings out like, you know, you just want to right, right. make him happy. So you're just like, I'll do anything. <laughs> Yeah, that he is very enduring. That's cool. Yeah, I was excited when I saw that you shot for them. Now, when did you start your OnlyFans? So you got into the adult um, <clears throat> creation arena in 2021, late 2021. Mm-hmm. Did you immediately make an OnlyFans or how did you strategically um, do that? I think I, I made one before I even made a Twitter. Oh, um, because of the process of getting approved or mm-hmm. maybe it was the other way around. I can't remember, but it was very much like almost in sync to okay. it. Okay. Yeah. And did it take off right away or? No, I still haven't really unlocked the OnlyFans thing because I am so focused. Like, well, because I'm feeding two beasts. You know, I'm mm-hmm. doing my vanilla job and I'm doing this. If I had more time to really spend on it, I know mm-hmm. I could really build it up. Um, but for the amount of, of energy that I give it, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like it's doing okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's true. And, and so- I knew that I needed to build up a lot of my own content mm-hmm. before I did anything like big because... Mm-hmm. I wanted to have a place for people to come to. And I learned that from Richard Mann. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, the mainstream is great. It's good for exposure. It's good for a fan base, all of that stuff. He's like, but make sure you are doing your own stuff. So. Right. And that's kind of where I was leading into is that um, wondering if you had enough stuff banked up to really get your account going. Um. I didn't at first. I was just doing mm-hmm. a lot of just pictures and, right. you know, a little bit of that. It was mm-hmm. it was more of just like an Instagram for me, but on right. the more nude side. Right, right, right. And um, just trying to find my voice or my vibe mm-hmm. or what what it was. I thought I'd be more marketing like interracial stuff Mm -hmm. um and and I thought that would be kind of like what I would get work doing Mm -hmm. and I had zero idea about the whole MILF world and so now (laughs) now that's kind of like more so where I fall although most of my content is interracial Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what you found your niche is that's good that's good they have a lot of, you know, they really love the older ladies. It is, it's strange. I just had no idea. All these little 27-year-olds and so so on. <laughs> so tell me about how you are balancing your vanilla job and your triple X job. Because I was in the same boat as you. I worked a corporate, I was a social worker and balance those two for two and a half years. And exactly a year ago this month, I've, you know, made the decision once the triple X income outpaced, you know, the social work income and gave that up and 
Yeah. And then what I saw was that my triple X business exploded because then I could really focus on it yeah. and, and give it all that attention. So talk to us about how you are balancing that. Do you have a shoot schedule? Yeah. Kind of tell us about that. So I have, there's no rhyme or reason. I am literally winging it, screaming, <laughs> crying sometimes <laughs> or feeling very triumphant. Um, right. I I am feeling though like in in the last two years I've had a lot of like where I've lived and stuff I was working in two different cities, mm-hmm. two job, vanilla jobs and doing this, but now I'm settled in one place. I'm, okay, so I'm starting to get my balance. I'm starting to figure out my routine. I've started to like I used to run social media for companies just in my vanilla life. Mm -hmm. And so I know I need how to do the calendar and stuff like that. Um, I just haven't been at peace in my Mm -hmm. own life and and not because of anything except that I've just been not rooted. And Mm -hmm. so now that I'm doing that, I'm trying to find a new balance, which is keep to a schedule. um, Make sure I have probably 20 videos I haven't edited. Wow. wow. So I finally edited one yesterday and I was so proud. So if I get back into, mm-hmm. um, I've got 20. So if I release one a week and yeah. then that I keep, you know, filming two to three times a month, that's probably about as much as I can do right now. Okay. Okay. And is I that when you say filming, is that pro scenes or stuff you're doing? Both. <laughs> Both. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. I, I'm trying to set aside three days each month to go out of town okay. and, and do content or a pro scene. And then okay. on those other days of the month that I have, I have three days off a week. On those mm-hmm. other days, I do a lot of photo shoots, and then I'm trying to do maybe one content shoot a week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, to have 20, 20 weeks worth of new releases, that's great. Yeah, I just need to buckle down and, and do it. Editing is where I fall off as well. It's like I I can film stuff, and all, the, but man, to sit down and edit, uh. There are people out there that'll edit it for you. I know. And they have offered and I'm really appreciative of it. I just, I haven't figured out how I want my Mm -hmm. stuff out there. I'm still kind of finding what the look is. Mm -hmm. I have a logo now. I have a video intro. And then I just realized last night, I probably need a video outro with all my links. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm just fine tuning stuff, but I love editing. I love creating um, interesting, like excerpts and teasers mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. That's kind of my favorite. I like the marketing side of it mm-hmm. more so than the larger file side of it. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you think you'll quit your vanilla job at some point? Definitely. Yeah. I, I gave myself three years okay. um, to build and evaluate where I'm at. As far as what I need it to look like for me to feel comfortable, I think it's more so just having all of my kids graduated from high school. Gotcha. And not necessarily having that pressure of, you know, 
pulled in the whole fort together. But even like as young adults, I have two adults now and they're still needing me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I'm the adult. Like, what? So you're also a busy mom as well. Yeah. yeah. A yeah, real middle. Like- thank goodness. <laughs> Yeah, I think that that's really kind of a good thing, too. I try to be as genuine as I can on film, like, unless it's a team skeet where we're just being really over the top silly about step family stuff, which is hilarious and a lot of fun. But when I shoot, I really want it to feel genuine, like, Mm -hmm. like people realize I'm enjoying myself. I'm not right. Poor, unfortunate me. I have to do this. It's just, yay, good for me. It's a great expression and it really brings me a lot of joy and I like performing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hope that, I think that that comes through and that might be why the people who like me like me. Right. Maybe. Well, you're obviously good at what you do. Do your kids know what you do? They do. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. they're supportive? How did they react? Um, well, they were like, yeah, we already knew. Like, you're oh. not very good at hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> I And we don't necessarily have, I'm not trying to have like huge in-depth conversations. Mm-hmm. They're not wanting that. I'm, I guess if they were to talk to me about it, um, but it suits me. So it's not mm-hmm. surprising to them. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope that that makes them free too, to be like, right. to have conversations with me about their own lives and, and just, you know, feel like there's no judgment. Whereas like mm-hmm. in the nineties, when I grew up, like it was just hush, hush and shame and this and that. Right. And so I never want my kids to be in a bad situation because they were afraid to talk to me about it. So hopefully it, it helps them feel like we can have a more genuine connection. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's or good. Just like, okay. Well, have fun. Bye. <laughs> well, and it's so good that you told them. Yes. That they didn't really find out. I, well, I've i told my story a million. Were you outed? I don't know. Like, they're oh. just like, yeah, we already know. Like, <laughs> oh, not, I mean, not that I was outed, but they somehow <laughs> they figured it out. So Right, yeah. right. Yeah, my adult kids, all my kids are grown in their mid-20s to early 30s. And we were outed, um, let's see, what was it, in 2021, yes. And one of my kids, my son and his wife, decided to disown us. So that's been stressful. So I'm glad that yours are embracing it. I mean, the rest of our kids are embracing it. They're like, same, they're like, we're not shocked in the least. Like, yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, our society in general has been leaning towards um, letting people express themselves Mm -hmm. differently. And the younger generation is fighting so hard to be like against business as usual that, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're just a little bit more open-minded, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Now, if it affects their life in some way, if somebody says something, you know, maybe that would Mm -hmm. um, change the conversation. Maybe we'd have to revisit it because I I don't necessarily, I mean, obviously I don't want them to feel awkward or disrespectful or things like that. Um, But I've got badass kids and they've been standing up for themselves for a long time since they were younger. And um, we've been through a lot of ups and downs. So I think that we're, we've just put in the work of our relationship mm-hmm. where, where it has been very rocky before. So this mm-hmm. is just small potatoes. That's cool. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. What a good mom. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. hard work. <laughs> the best you can. That's right. That's right. You have to avoid unpleasantness. Right, right. So in your your triple uh, X career or in the lifestyle, you said you were in the swing lifestyle for many years. Yeah. Tell me about a time when something didn't go as planned. Hmm. And what did you learn from it? Gosh, I, I mean, I would probably relate that mostly to the swinger world where. Okay. I did a lot of learning about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's more of like I didn't necessarily know what my my sexual boundaries were mm-hmm. because I was just hopping into this and I was just like, ooh, I'm a free bird, I'm a little unicorn, I'm the princess of the party, like right. You know. And and I learned how to and create my own body autonomy. Mm-hmm. I learned how to say no and set a boundary, mm-hmm. where, but at the beginning I didn't. So there were a lot of situations that were weird. Um, I had a guy set up a gangbang for me and it was Ooh. supposed to be like seven guys. Mm-hmm. And I show up and like three of the guys couldn't make it. And then two of the guys had stage fright. So it ended up just being a threesome. And I was just like, okay, this is a little bit of a disappointment. And then one of the guys like bit my ear. (laughs) Like hard, really, really hard. And it bled a little. And I was like, okay, down. That's enough. And I just got up and left. (laughs) No, I think that was the first time that like I'd really like when something went so bad. I was just like, I'm just done. We're out. Yeah. I haven't had that in in the mainstream. Yeah, I was gonna say we've been in the swing lifestyle for about 15 years, and oh my god, the stories we could tell. But yeah, yeah. there's always some weird dynamic. Are you still active in the swing lifestyle? In a way, I I have my friendships that. I feel like they're, I don't know if you know, felt this way, but like when, like our group here, they will support you. They supported my vanilla business. Same. Yep. They, they have supported me. Like when I was going through problems with my kids, when they were young teenagers, mm-hmm. they were reaching out. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I've just never felt supported. And these are people I never played with, you know? I was very selective and they still were like just 
open and accepting and loving and supportive. So yeah. in, in that regard, yes, I'm still involved in all of that. I've just been so busy. I haven't really been able to go to many events and yep. then, you know, the underbelly of the swinger world is just the whole testing thing. Yes. You are um, speaking my language. Yes. So <laughs> I'm, I just, I haven't felt comfortable to mm-hmm. be in, in a play situation with anybody um, randomly. Yeah. No, you know, I get it. Oof. Girl, I was doing that kind of stuff. And (laughs) I was thinking like, wow, I really dodged a lot of, yeah, a lot of balls there. Yeah. We, we haven't actually played with anybody since probably, well, before we got into the triple X business because, you know, it, and we're, we still go to the monthly meet and greets. There's like, everybody meets at a bar and because we love the people, same thing. And, and uh, part of my thing was that once you get into triple X and making content, it's like the testing thing comes up. Um, that had always been a concern of mine, but now I'm like, uh, okay, I want you fully tested. I want you to sign paperwork and I'm going to sell the video. Yeah. Now I don't mind having play time fun without recording. Um, yeah. but it's going to be really amazing sex. Right. To have that element to it and uh you know I even had somebody be like oh it's just like these only fan girls they just stop having fun in their in their personal life now that they do it and it's like no I'm just being a lot more reserved yeah um, because you know people just give you a hard time for wanting to have proof of testing and uh, exactly. I don't know it's just especially, weird. especially with the new, you know, like the chlamydia outbreak in for the rectal and throat chlamydia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing too, that I recently found out by when I had like a yearly checkup with my PCP and I'm like, yeah, you know, I get tested regularly, but Hey, let's just do a full thing. She's and I, I came clean and told her what I do. And she's like, your testing that you're getting through a talent testing service is way more thorough than we would do. They don't do those swabs. None of that. So. Yeah. And there's, there's um, actually a a doctor here um, who is lifestyle friendly Mm -hmm. and she does all of these different testings and gives, Mm -hmm. you know, lots and lots of um, information and stuff. So, um, that's pretty cool. You know, if I'm going to mm-hmm. just do that in my personal life, I still stay tested. Um, but at the clinic or right. you know, at the doctor's office, not talent testing. Right. Right. Yeah. Are you in the Midwest East coast or I'm in Arizona, Arizona. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's so pretty there. Nice. It really is. It really is. Don't tell anybody. We're We don't need any more people here. That's right. That's right. And there seems to be like a growing creator community in Arizona as well. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot. And I think um, I'm going to organize an actual Arizona creator meet and greet networking event. Oh, nice. There's a a photography studio here that is um, Mm -hmm. creator friendly. And the owners actually are 
content creators. And um, we were thinking about, you know, having it be a photo op opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody show up in all black. You know, we're not shooting content there, but we'll be doing photos, like sexy photos and things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And just have it be really classy and everybody gets everybody's links and sees That's if nice. the vibe is right. Because just because you're a creator doesn't mean I, we, we mesh well, you right, know, right. we don't have to record. We don't do have you know to- who AZ, AZ porn star is Chris? Um, I do know who he is okay. on Twitter, but I haven't met him yet. Yeah, definitely reach out to him. He is yeah. awesome. Highly recommend. And he has created a great network. So for Yeah, sure. it seems like he came onto the scene and just is like shooting up there. Yes. Yeah. I had him on my podcast a few episodes ago. So he's oh, nice. Great. I've actually shot with him, planning to shoot with him again uh, at Exotica. So Oh yay. Yeah. Great, great guy. Highly nice. recommend. Okay. So where what is 2023 for you, Eliza? What do you, what are you focusing on this year? Any big projects or what are you um, what are you looking at? I think for me it's the year of building consistent branding. Mm-hmm. Um just really honing and sharpening that up. I feel mm-hmm. like I've had two years of kind of going all the all around, and mm-hmm. now I think this year is going to be that that la- uh, laser sharp focus. Okay, and are you focusing more on pro scenes, building your own fan site? Ooh, that's hard to say. I want to be open to the pro scenes, but I want to be more consistent with my collabs. Okay. That's- because that's where the residual is coming. Yeah. 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 We are so much alike because that's my, that was my 2023 too, was more and more collabs. And, yeah, you know, I, I made a decision that I go to events. I live in Portland, Oregon. It's dry out here. Like mm-hmm. there's really no creators that I've found yet that are, you know, in my niche. And so I have to travel to do collabs. And so events for me now are about collabs, not about the event technically. Yes. So. Yeah. It's, it's great. You know, I'm putting in all of my social media marketing and, and Mm -hmm. all of that sales and stuff into, I'm figuring out what is starting to work for me. So I feel like this year has already been so much better yeah. Then last year, last year I was also dating somebody who um, I didn't realize was really hindering me. It was kind of mm-hmm. that low key, um, holding me back and and being not happy about what I was mm-hmm. doing, even though that's how he met me, and yeah. he said he was supportive. But I didn't realize how much because as soon as we broke up and I just started getting focused again. I, mm-hmm. I made $5,000 in a wow. month just like hustling, doing this and this and that. And I was like, awesome. okay, now <laughs> it's time. <Yeah. laughs> stay focused, stay yeah. focused. We We're, don't need those guys, right? <laughs> I really don't. I don't know why I, I dealt with that for as long as I did, but you know. Yep. Water under the bridge. Exactly. 
So then one of my other questions um, as we start to wind down is how do you stay so gorgeous? What's your skincare routine? I don't wash my face. Oh. Um, (laughs) I don't do drugs and I don't drink alcohol. And I think, I mean, socially I'll, I'll have alcohol, but really in general, it is not a regular thing. And I do think that that has got to be the main thing because, you know, there's these girls who are really in their twenties, early Mm thirties, and they just, their skin is so sallow and it doesn't have that glow. Um, so I think it's skin health from the inside. Yeah. A lot of vitamins. And I drink a lot of water and I get Botox. (laughs) Thank God for Botox, right? Oh my gosh, I need it. I'm starting to look angry. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. It's like events are coming. Time to freeze that forehead. (laughs) I know. I know. It's a a delicate balance. I tell my lady, I was like, I still need this eyebrow to go up because it needs to be snarky. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Kill it. I love it. Well, awesome. So I always like to ask my guests for a granny panty tip of the week. So if you had one tip to give, it can be about anything. It can be about skincare, anti-aging. It can be about the uh, industry, content creation, juggling. What is one tip that you think is important? Um, One tip. I think is important just to women in general or yeah. like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, actually, you know what, this is going to be for people who DM. Um, my tip is if you're wanting to be taken seriously for collaborations or things like that, mm-hmm. um, compose an email that is clear and concise. Hi, my name is so-and-so. I would like to get started. I don't have Mm -hmm. much on my links, but here are my links. Um, Here are personal references. Mm -hmm. Here's my number. I am um, always tested. You know, whatever, all of those things. Make it like a a resume instead of, you know, like, hey, we should collab. Oh, yeah. You know, like, okay, what does that mean? Like, I would much rather interact with somebody who is professional and shoot with them and they mm-hmm. don't have any following and then have somebody, I don't know, it's just. Right. You know, I I would love for people to just that be the habit of them interacting with us in the DMs. I, I'll, I'll answer a professional I agree. DM right away. Mm-hmm. So. I absolutely agree. Yeah, that whole hey, let's make a let's make content. Okay, who are you? Where yeah. are you? Exactly. And, and then they can always said if you say that, and it's like it's not like I think I'm big time or anything like that. It's just right. You know, I protect myself, and I'm protecting whatever brand I've got. Whatever, right. My physical body. Mm-hmm. Um, my energy is so important to me. So right. I'm not just going to clap. Even if you have a lot of people following you and it just is not the right, yeah, you know, 
I'm I, like you. I don't care about following. And I ask every single person for references and I follow up on those references. I, <laughs> you know, it's like, or if it's somebody I've, I've looked at their Twitter and I'm thinking, Ooh, you know, I might like to shoot with them. I'll see who they've shot with and message them and say, Hey, I saw you worked with X, Y, and Z. What did you think? You know, would you recommend? And recently I've had a couple that the model has said, hell no, stay as far away as you can. So I'm like, I'm sure glad I asked. What if I had just went, Oh yeah, he's hot. Let's do a scene. I, you know, and I think that there's a balance because there are a lot of people out there who are really taking down a lot of people. Yes. Um, yes. And, and so I, I try to use my intuition. I trust her quite a bit. And yep. so I take it all with a grain of salt and right. Um, right. Yeah. And if I look no, at your content and it's like dark and grainy and it just doesn't <laughs> Like, and I can't even see any pictures of them or their work. You know, it's hard to to know what you're getting into. So right, I would just say, like, for those who are, there's always somebody saying, I want to become a porn star. How do I do it? Yeah. Yeah. That is my tip. Well, good. I think it's a great one. Thank you so much. Thank you. So tell people where they can find you. I will also, you know, like link your website and socials when this goes live. But okay, where can um, they find well, you? My website it's still in baby stages, but it's www.elizareplays.com. And then on my Twitter, it's Eliza Ray underscore XXX. Okay. And I just lost my Instagram. I can't. Oh. Yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm sad. So I How many followers did you have? Um, the first time I had 10K, and this time I was getting up to 6K. So I'm yeah. pretty sad. Darn it. Well, I just have to figure out what it is that's triggering those mm-hmm. guys. I don't know. Yeah, I can't figure it out. Yeah. No, who knows? It's random deletes. We're, we're used yeah. to that. Used yeah. Used to that, but. Well, thank you so much for making time to be on the show. I know you are so busy. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it too. And uh, I'm glad to meet you and look forward to getting to know you even better. Yes, absolutely. Maybe we'll see each other at one of these events. Yeah, I would love that. We can talk about that for sure. Thanks again, Eliza, and good luck with everything that you're working on this year. 